1: You're listening to the Jaybird Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-host Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred, you're listening to the Jaybird Bird Watching Podcast. Good
0: evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. I am your host, Craig Borden, with the typical gang here, Ken Alfred, Jason Lyons. A (laughs) little bit of a weird week, but how are we doing, fellas? (laughs) Doing all right. Glad to be here. Doing doing
2: well. Uh, Had an interesting day today. Uh, A good friend of mine works for the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, my son's favorite goalie in the NHL is uh, um, uh, Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, Tampa Bay is here playing our beloved Canucks tonight. And so I asked him if we could possibly go to the practice because my son has to play tonight. He can't go to the game. Uh, so we went down to watch Tampa practice. It was practice is always impressive. I, I, I love watching these guys when they're just having fun and wheeling around and Anywho's, we'll get the long story short. Is Vasilevsky's not playing tonight, so he was on the ice for the entirety of the practice. Like it seemed like forever, and all my son wanted to do was attempt to get an autograph or anything from the guy. So, Mm -hmm. uh, to Vasilevsky's credit, he uh, skated right over. Uh, My son offered him five pucks in trade for one of his schoolie sticks. He told him to keep the pucks and gave him the stick. So it's oh, you know,
1: nice. Big Very day. Nice. I'm surprised
0: the, that hasn't translated into baseball fandom or anything yet. Because you know, football players do the trade jersey trades and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um I use see this stuff with you know, like your son just did in hockey all the time, which yeah. is a really, really cool thing. And
2: Rockstars are safer. for yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, not to be outdone. Uh, a Canadian junior all-star for you know a number of years. Uh, now you know he got drafted by Carolina. Now playing in Tampa. Um, uh, whole, uh, Hayden uh, Flurry uh, skating off the ice gave my other son Jet his stick, so he got a nice. brand new five hundred dollar uh, ultrasonic that might make it onto the Crazy
0: flex. <laughs> Jesus yeah, but shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. You're a cool bunch of guys. There you go. Not just the champs, but champs in your son's heart. There you go. (laughs) So anyways, uh, before we get too far into this, this is a Blue Jays baseball podcast. Uh, Make sure you hit those subscribe buttons if you are listening to us on YouTube so you know when we go live and all that kind of good stuff. And make sure you join us on our podcasts and join in and listen. And we're actually ready here for you to join the chat. So let's see some of those people that are joining in already talking to us through the chat here. We're ready to answer your questions. Uh, Gentlemen, I told you I was going to hit you with a blind uh, thing right here, right off the bat. Right. And uh, I don't know how much you're uh, having fun watching on Twitter Instagram any of the blue Jays feeds these days but um, I think Jano might be taking things to the next level and taking this thing that's uh you know basically his catching job at this point because I think at the you know the way this lineup is constructed you're going to get Kirk playing DH or catching every day and then Jano is going to be catching the regular parts of this lineup our pitching rotation that is so i'm gonna share a video here with you and then the uh fun stuff here that became the uh well of course now it's gonna be mean (laughs) so anyways so boom danny jansen this swing looked a little bit different to me you know nice and smooth But he was. um, There was another video where he was just just destroying baseballs off of the tee with this similar stroke, where he um, looks a lot more relaxed. And that I was gonna say, he doesn't look tight.
1: He doesn't look tight at all. Like he seems very loose. Yeah. So uh,
2: that swing looks a lot like a dreadlocked first baseman that plays for
0: the Blue Jays. (laughs) I wonder who that person's name. What's his name again? You went right where I was thinking, Jason, when I saw this the first time, and this was really, really cool because, like I said, it just looked like he was making hard contact, solid. And um, there was a couple videos I'm hitting off, obviously, somebody pitching. There's this one where he's just doing some shadow boxing here and doing whatnot, but then the other ones, the t work is uh, was crazy good stuff. But uh, outside the video here, um, this was uh, <laughs> thrown out on Twitter too, and where he was trending last season even though he didn't make it in all the games. So there is a lot of good things in Jay Jansen's you know, tenure now as a Blue Jay that are trending in the upward direction still. And maybe this is finally the gentleman that we saw just wrecking baseballs for Buffalo Bison and the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in his last year of minor league baseball. <laughs> so
1: any reactions to that video, boys? <laughs> uh, you can really see the the real direction that the Jays are going to go with, right? So, because remember before we always the three of us were always figure out who they're going to go with, and I always thought Jansen was going to be out. I thought they were going to either go with Kirk and then, and, and sorry, I forgot, I'm, the, the name is mis- is mistaken. I can't even talk right now. Radio. And, there we go. This already out of my head already, <laughs> right? So <laughs> I thought Jansen was the odd man out, and looks like he is going to be the guy that's going to be focused for the catching. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I want to see the Jansen that we saw the second half of the season. If you can hit the ball like that, even better. Yeah, 97 or
0: 91% barrel rate last year. That's slightly nuts. And for a guy that I didn't feel like struck out a lot, Jason, that I think that cements it right there, even when he's, you know, he's making good contact. Yeah. So it leads I mean, to I good think things. That, I think you're starting to see this in so
2: many different aspects. Like one of the things that when we're trying to teach the kids, you know, like the amount of time your barrel can stay in the zone is, the uh, maximum amount of time that you're going to be able to hit the baseball As soon as it's out of the zone either way it coming in or going out if you watch that swing again if you guys are going to check it out watch how long it remains in the 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 zone and going across the plate on a flat plate like you never want to you know default to to anything but if you ever watch the the softball guys that hit them like 500 feet you know, like guys that hit them out of stadiums, their plane is dropped and they just stay on it right through the zone so that the they, maximum amount of hitting availability. And, I mean, Danny's not a little guy. He should be able to hit the ball out. And um, the nice thing for me is kind of like you said, like Janos Jan feeling his swag a little bit right now. And I feel like going into the, the season, we need more of them to feel the swag. We need, you know, like, but Shet needs to smile a little bit more and, and, you know, they need to have a little bit more fun. Um, so it's, you know, I think it is what it is and he's ready to, I, it looks like he's ready to, to take some
0: good rips. I'm, I'm excited. So just to be that person, I found the tea video that I was alluding to same kind of work, just yeah. wow. getting it in there, you know, getting ready to make sure he's loading up that swing properly and then just bam. <laughs> so I think he's building off and we are, we're already seeing this slow building piece to uh, what has become Danny Jansen's like playoff hype. <laughs> so he's becoming that clutch guy that we need in the uh, main situation here. So it's very, very, very cool stuff. And I realized that now that's where the audio was coming from. I apologize was from the stupid, twitter feed <laughs> so i forgot to mute i was like whose kid is that <laughs> so anyways but it, it's good stuff yeah i i think there's something there to the point danny jansen maybe taking that next piece or to the ad campaign that is still ringing for blue jays fans that next level piece yeah so One other thing that is news that broke right before we went on the air this evening is unfortunately David Phelps is currently a free agent and not only is he a free agent, he decided to hang it up and retire this evening. Um, I've had the pleasure of watching David Phelps for a long time, and honestly, I thought he was like the only guy I could like in a Yankee uniform for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, watching him being a Toronto Blue Jay for the last few years has been very exciting. And honestly, guys, I think that's a ding. That was the veteran anchor in the bullpen that we had. That you know at least kept a lot of these kids, especially somebody like uh, Jordan Romano, on the level. And t- when things when things got rough, right? Yeah,
1: like, he has a lot of experience with these with the Jays as well. Wow. Yeah, very it's, veteran it's, presence
2: It's too bad I mean it's it comes to it comes to happen with every player. Um, I mean baseball is interesting in the fact that you know you sort of see some of the the catchers drift off into the sunset but then you'll go watch a game and you'll be like, wait a second. Uh, who's the ba- who's the bullpen catcher oh like there he is <laughs> yeah and you know i don't think it would be out of the realm of possibility see Phelps around he's been around the game a long time he really knows what he's doing um you know he he like you said he's a good mentor he's a good guy to keep out in the pen to keep the kids talking positively working on their craft you know uh i would be surprised if he's not somewhere around spring training again you know helping those kids out but It's so crucial for those guys, you know, hockey and and football and basketball, they're all a little bit different, whereas you don't really see the guys sort of as they're gone, they stick around. If they're not a coach or a, a GM or a prominent scout, you don't see them anymore. Whereas in right. baseball, you kind of see these guys rotating doors and, and you go and you look at a roster and you you'll see like like the batting coach and you're like, Oh, I remember him, and you'll see like the <laughs> second pitching your coach and you're like, Oh, I remember him. And it's so it's it's a it's a game that, that I feel like gives back for a long time afterwards, and hopefully Phelps can can land himself a spot in in uh in a bullpen somewhere, or if he wants to put his feet up in Boca Raton or whatever he wants to do, you know, good
0: career to him. Yeah, it's odd that you bring up the bullpen part and the coaching part because I don't know if this is a little or known Blue Jays news fact that they actually, the bullpen coach, I forget the gentleman's name off the top of my head, he actually said he has some things he wants to take care of or pursue other opportunities. We don't have a bullpen coach right now. Mm. Mm. <laughs> i would be you would be hard pressed to find somebody like um david phelps and give him a flyer on hey we're going to give you a season to see if you first like doing it and second if it works <laughs> you know what <laughs> right. i mean that would be there, there's a lot worse people you could be finding in that situation to be the bulk kind fan of coach and to your point Pat Hankin was even one of our bullpen coaches at one point. Really? Pete Walker was a bullpen coach at one point. So there's been a continuing trend of Blue Jays players that have moved into the bullpen part. And uh, not not
2: to uh, not to dampen your spirits on that one, but our good friend Eric that we had on, uh, was that last week or two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, he's actually put, got a, a great article out that I, 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 ended up, I happened to read today on Jay's Journal. Um, go check that out if you're not, if you're not subscribed and, and that, you know, good contributor to the show. But he says that, uh, it's looking like Matt, uh, Matt Bushman, um, former J, um, is, is, is set to be in line for that job. Apparently,
0: um, I believe he was in the Bison's organization last year. I don't think go. he was actually an on field coach, but to that point, I know he was part of the actual, you know, the there staff. Go. Not everybody's an on, not everybody's on a field coaching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, not everybody has the cool uh, job title that Schneider had of major league coach. <laughs> yeah. Before, <laughs> before they take over a manager's spot. So, but no, Bushman would also be a very prime candidate. And to that point, um, Eric Troyden over at Jay Sterl, the, you know, father's site mom's site whatever you want to call it to our <laughs> wonderful podcasting endeavors here over at fanside.com so that was really cool stuff but to that point i wish my Fe- um david phelps all the best of where his baseball careers or his personal life goes because to that point he always seemed like a class act and i loved his fire on this field so yeah no oh, really also good.
2: to that uh, you know to what you were saying i don't know if you guys saw this the other day but liam hendricks uh, has been diagnosed with uh, non-hodgkin's lymphoma um, Yeah. And, uh, from, you know, personal to me as somebody really close to me just uh, found out the same thing. But, you know, the nice thing about that is if it's found early, um, you can usually deal with it, you know, in pretty, in pretty good stead. Um, Mm -hmm. I read the, the thing that Liam Hendricks put out and he, you know, it's nice to see him with a positive attitude, a positive outlook. And, you know, here's to hoping he gets back onto the field sooner than later. Did they actually
1: catch it early, Jason? Like, I I don't
2: know. Yeah, almost like, I mean, he, I, you know, it's, it's like as early as you can
1: catch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that's so you would think things are in the
0: positive. Yes. (laughs) But to that point, (laughs) you're talking about gamer. I'm sure he'll take that same mentality to, you know, getting past this in his life too, because (laughs) there wasn't many people that played with more fire than uh Liam Hendricks and blue Jays bullpen history. And he's taken that and ran with Oakland and become one of the better closers in baseball at this point. So I would, be surprised that he gets over this pretty quickly and attacks it just like he's been everybody every american league hitter for the last yeah. <laughs> so many years oh, so boy. all the best wishes to him as well in his recovery um can you add something you were about to mention well right i was just
1: I actually not? yeah so it's just back to the bullpen coach so what did they actually walk me through that how what are they responsible for? so it's not the pitching coach because i've heard of pitching coaches the bullpen is it just like managing the roster of of middle relievers and relievers and, and working with the actual head coach. Is that how it works? Yeah, Jason, you look like you had a tidbit. You want to attack that
2: question. Well, I, mean, I, I feel like the, the bullpen coach uh, is a, very, a vastly different coach than the pitching coach and the, the GM or anybody else. He has a ton of things to mitigate during a game. Like, I can mean, every inning something changes for that guy where they'll phone down and they'll be like, okay, get 62 up. Okay, he gets up. And then, you know, the Jays hit three home runs, and they're like, sit him back down, and they sit him back down. <laughs> and then the next inning, they give up four, and he's like, all right, get, you know, get pop up. And you're like, okay, get up. And then, you know, like it's, it's a never-ending battle all game long, and you're constantly waiting for the phone to ring. And you don't really have any say, I don't think. Like, I mean, you're certainly not going to, if the manager calls down and says, get Moreno up, you're not going to be like, oh, you know, uh, I'm not going to. I'm. I think. I think the is a better choice right now. You know, like it's.
0: It's. You, you take an. Order. I'm sure there's some of those tidbits though too, because you might yeah, see yeah. a guy that starts getting up and it's like, dude, Kikuchi don't have it today. Maybe yeah. he shouldn't be he doing. For this. sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, uh, different coach. Reading. Reactive coach.
1: Oh, okay, so he just gets the players ready and stuff like that if they're getting ready to be called yeah. in and stuff. Okay. And I'm sure
0: outside the game, it's still just as much as having an uh, accessory. Pitching coach, preaching the same message, moving on, making sure everybody's doing their work. It's another kind of like a bench coach, but pitching related. Huh. So, but either way, somebody crucial to the success of a team and a lot of those good bullpen coaches turn into pitching coaches. Yes. So yeah, it's Pete Walker. <laughs> so anyway the other fun crazy news that came out this week was the fact that scott boris got in front of the microphone over the last week and did some talking about some of his um clients one of the main ones fellas being Xander bogarts and i don't know if anybody's been watching the news or not but this gentleman happened to sign just a mere 11 year deal for 280 million dollars san diego padres just (laughs) still drop in the pan, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that. No, I don't. Fucking, you see what's behind me. <laughs> so, um, so in the midst of this, apparently, the Blue Jays in the Xander Bogart sweepstakes were finalists. Really? Uh, apparently, it came down to the Blue Jays and three other teams. So, guys, call bullshit. <laughs> or was uh, this something that had tangibility? We know the Blue Jays were seeking high end free agents, and then it kind of just kept chinking down the line in free agents and got to Chris Bassett. <laughs> Strangely okay with Chris Bassett, just saying. <laughs> That's no sarcasm. I loved that move. <laughs> um, but, Jason, you want to. What do you do if you sign and throw that giant brick of money? Because you would have tossed. A team that's already dancing on the line of probably going to exceed the luxury tax in Major League Baseball for the first time in history of yeah. the team.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong. I love Xander Bogarts. Uh, I, I I think he's a great ball player. He's He's one of those guys that has stood with the Red Sox through bad and bad and worse for the last number of years. Um, he's a gamer. He shows up every game. It doesn't matter if they're down 10. He's still going to try and hit you home run. He's he's still going to try and make plays. So for me, I think it's a big load of bullshit. Um, (laughs) I think that it's one of those ones where, where it's an agent trying to shine on um, a team that did. not I got
0: all these player teams to come and yeah. beg
2: at your doors. Yeah, and, and because the Jays, because the Jays didn't have a significant signing, you know, in that sweepstakes of all of those guys, yeah. it, it's a perfect team name to throw out there. They they yes. appeared to be hungry. They appeared to be chasing, and with Bo Bichette not signing his arbitration, you know, it's also the perfect time for him to just poke right just right in there and be like. See, you know, they're not as, as yeah. solid as they are. They're not as, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's peacocking. Yeah. Seems like the age was peacocking, to be honest.
0: So I'm trying to find the article because it was something that got posted up all over the place, obviously. And there were some, two other teams that I think uh, called out to where Jason was going there as far as the quote-unquote finalists in this whole thing. And mind you, the other piece of this is obviously way pre-Carlos Correa nonsense and being linked to three real-team contracts, (laughs) all that kind of good stuff. It was the Twins and the Cubs were, quote-unquote, the other teams in this argument. Those other two teams had been very active, though, this offseason. So the fact that the Blue Jays were in that same microcosm, I feel that it could have been a throw-in, but there might have been a little bit to it but the other part of that little bit could be the fact that the blue jays don't check in on anybody (laughs) so (laughs) they they knew what they wanted to do this offseason they're like okay we're gonna go over the luxury tax and i think they didn't care to a certain point i know they did some moves to get a little further down that list but they blew right back up to it by signing chris bassett so Maybe if they thought they were going to go over this season anyways, they were just going <laughs> to let it ride. And then when Hunjin uh contract goes down this next season, they'll be like, okay, we're back here again. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds, awesome. sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got a guy that's the franchise level con- uh Shortstop for a million years. Um, I would say I don't know how well I feel about where his age is for an 11-year deal, which is probably where the Blue Jays went. Oh, see you later. <laughs> but
1: we like you. We don't like um, you that much, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, correct. And then, so I'm going to use the last bit of this too. If you guys don't have anything else you want to mention on that topic, because I'm thinking we're basically to the. <laughs> Yeah. Fun at what tonight's real topic is, which is the, are we ready for arbitration battle?
2: <laughs> arbitration. <laughs> arbitration. <laughs> arbitration,
0: So we, I think you had mentioned it last couple shows, uh, about Xander Bogarts and the Red Sox situation, Jason, as far as they kind of pissed off their franchise guy and went after Raphael Devers. I wonder how much we're in that same situation with the Toronto Blue Jays and what they have now done for the second year in a row with Bo Bichette. And just to lay the whole story out here for everybody and all the fans that are listening, last year the arbitration stuff didn't happen because of the lockout. So the Major League Baseball owners were kind of giving a little bit of an out. Bo Bichette said he wanted this much money and the, the Blue Jays organization. Just said, nope, this is what you're getting. And it was somewhere in the ballpark of two, $3 million in difference. Fast forward to today. Well, a couple of days ago. Anyways, Boba is arbitration eligible again. He's got so many years. They still guarantee to be a blue Jay, but the whole arbitration process is in place in major league baseball to guarantee good players get raises and You know, the teams aren't just purposely squashing their pay. This is an agreement between the players union. And what ends up happening is if they don't come to a number that they like, which, by the way, all the other arbitration eligible Blue Jays came to an agreement. And Vlad Jr. being the most notable other name, got one of the biggest arbitration raises in history. It's in the top five, wow. which not shocking. <laughs> He's, He's kind of good, but if you look good. at things, Shet on paper looks pretty damn good. Just saying, because you lose a lot of those things that we complain about as player or fans and whatnot in the midst of looking at the tenure on paper and whatnot. And what this process does is, if they can't come to an agreement, some random jackass comes into the conversation as the third party arbitrator. <laughs> They have the number from the Blue Jays. They have the number from the player. They look at all the collective homework that they humanly possibly can, and then they have to pick one of those two numbers. It It's, it can be, it's a 50-50 uh, argument at that point. And right now, the sticking point with me, apparently the dollar amount hasn't changed. Still around the this two, 2 two, still a million? two $3 million similar miss that they're possibly pissing off one of the faces of this franchise. Because you know, as soon as things go, opening day-wise, and the media storm kicks up here, what it is, whose face is going to be right there with Vlad on all those posters, all those programs, on all the fun, wonderful sports.
1: All the Jersey stuff, stuff and, you know,
0: he's going to be there. So, Does Boba Shett, first question, so with that whole laid out, Kevin, I'll let you take a peek at that. If you were the Blue Jays and you're offering them this, and you're offering them that, Pick one of the sides and say, does he have a case to win that, or are the Blue Jays are all of the right? No, I think or is it just nonsense because it's only two million dollars or something? <laughs> I,
1: I was gonna say it is just a couple million, and it's not too far off of it, right? I, like in the fact, that they're gonna be going to this. I don't think Bo really. He's not gonna dig his like uh, flag on the pole and stuff and say, I, I will not bend to this amount kind of thing. So thing is arbitration you never know right so how is that going to sour if it goes in in bo's direction or in the blue jays direction right so you know is he going to be a little bitter if it's if it goes against him i'm not to say he's not going to play harder or anything like that but i'm just kind of curious it's like you got to try to get what you're going to get because obviously you know what careers are short in the mlb right it just takes one freak freak injury and maybe that in his view that two two and a half million would make a big difference in his, uh, in his life right now in his career. So, you know, I, I don't fault him for, for doing that. Yeah. Jason, I I mean, I think
2: that, that and now I have a slightly different take on this and I've watched a couple of guys use arbitration to their advantage and I've seen other guys lose in arbitration. Now, you know, just bear with me for a minute here. Yep. Bring it on. So if you, Come if, on. If, We're waiting. If, <laughs> if Bo has now, you know, Turned down his arbitrations two years in a row. Well, technically, he he didn't have one last year. So he turns this one down. Is there a possibility that the Jays are savvy enough to say, hey, Bo, we're going to need you to turn this offer down. We're going to leave it where it is. We're going to crush it next season. We're hoping you're going to have a really good season. We need to keep the the space where it is. We need to keep paying you what it is for right now. And we're really going to make sure you get the grease on the other side. Now, whether it's a shorter deal or a longer deal, do you think there could be any kind of uh, validity to the fact that the Jays were savvy enough to say, Bo, we're in this situation. We got to sign some guys. You're our long-term shortstop. We're not looking to go anywhere else. Will you play ball with us here, no pun intended, and turn this offer down and, and leave it where it is so we don't have to push up and over the line?
0: Yeah. So there could be something to that, but I will say the previous news that we were literally just talking about, if that is any level of real at all, when they were thinking about spending a fortune on Xander Bogarts, I call even more bullshit than what we were talking about with Scott. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Bo may already have seen what the offer is going to look like.
2: And he's like, you know what? I'm good for another year. We'll leave it down. And, mm-hmm. I mean, who
0: knows? We don't know what kind of incentives are in this deal. It could That's be what I was going to say, incentive. too. Like, This you know. is Blue Jay Phantom talking in Twitter. Well, the reason we're talking about this is because the Twitterverse won't shut up about it in Jay's Nation. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs>
0: so, uh, and to that point, and this is like, oh, this is why he's moving to second base. And it's always not moving to second base. You got Whit Merrifield playing second base with frickin' Two other guys this this summer, <laughs> so you're not moving him to the second base, not unless you make some crazy move and you get somebody like Xander Bogarts. And honestly, I would make the argument in that situation if it was Xander joining this organization, you got a really 50-50 of who the hell actually is playing second or short there because yeah. Xander's not exactly the best defensive shortstop in baseball yeah. either. He's a good shortstop, but I would say they're defensively, Bo and him are kind of in that you know neck and neck um so to that point i just think at this point regardless of any level of validity if it's in that range that we were talking about like i said this is all hearsay rumors chit chat whatever but the fact that he once again is the only blue jay to uh not sign an arbitration or a one-year deal pre-arbitration process like vlad and everybody else did because i believe they had 14 players that were eligible for arbitration races this year yeah all those all those other players Inked a one-year deal that they're like, "Oh, that's a great raise. Thank you. Sign on the dotted line for this year. <laughs> Done. Yeah, no, no earrings, no nothing.
1: Didn't we just sign? Like you said, like eight to nine players or something like in one day or something like that, just to avoid arbitration.
0: Yep, and that was like I said, Vladdy getting like a fourteen million dollar raise. <laughs> 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 or he's getting the, things like that, or he's getting fourteen million. I think this year is what it was. Is Bo so, asking
1: for that kind of money though?
0: That would be the question. None of these numbers have fully came out other than where the quote-unquote alleged difference is. And Eric Troyden apparently has at least chimed in on our wonderful fun here. Uh, 12 arbitration-eligible guys. So, (laughs) just saying. Um, Bo not being the one signing. He, either the situation last year, if there's any validity to this, the situation last year, maybe, Put a chip on his shoulder for this process, and now he is in that same situation again. And I, I'm not not going to lie; I've been the, the employee that has been completely working my butt off at certain places I used to work. <laughs> I don't work there anymore because I couldn't get my raise. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bo's got the talent to do whatever he wants. Once the yeah. process here is free agents, super valid. I think. I think both points of that are, are there's
2: a strong possibility in both. Bo may not want to be here and he, it, you know, again, he may not take the offer because of that. Um, yeah. My hope is that, that, you know, he's a young, smart dude. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm just hoping that he, he realizes that he has a future with a good team. He's got, you know, a number of good years with the Jays to right, try and really make a couple of solid runs. And, you you know, I don't know how much money put you know is gonna is gonna factor into what Bo does. I mean, he's always seemed to be a pretty genuine
0: dude. Um, yep. But I guess we will see, right? Um, yeah. It'll be off. interesting to see how he comes into spring training because he's, yeah. he's going to be like, I'm just going to go on a ridiculous terror. And I'm going to make you do this or i don't see him being the guy that's toxic to the dugout regardless of this person no, stuff going no. on um like, he doesn't strike me as that guy's too driven to win let alone deal with this Yeah, you know, this is this strikes me as this doesn't turn into the marcus stroman fiasco because this is the same situation that they put stroman through and then he he, he just free agent gone to be able to do yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. so
1: <laughs> do you think um, that's a strategy it, him and your kids are not working do you think that's uh, like a strategy with him and his agents? Do you think Bose said by yeah. not because because we've signed up so many like guys through these pre-arbitration things like nine players already? Do you think he's like well I don't yeah. want to be the tenth one? Maybe we'll be that one that we will go to arbitration just to show, you know, that to stand to stand out right compared to all the yeah. other guys. Cool. Or like you said, just just kind of stick it to him a little bit. It's like
0: hey, you guys got to make this decision for me last year. It's not happening again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> at least if he bring the third party in, he's got a good case because really the only dig on his game is inconsistency. It's not that he's not a good player. You know what I mean? It's he's a great player, and if you look at any offensive and defensive metrics, he's still in the top ten shortstops regardless in baseball. <laughs> so that just says that he's going to get something out of it. Was it what he wants would be the question. And yeah, I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone else hear that? Yeah, they're trying to play me off into the music here. (laughs) I'm 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 ranting now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. I'll just lean. I'll lean back in my chair. I'll let you guys do your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry,
1: that was my... What's so special
0: about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co
1: phone had to turn that
0: off there sorry (laughs) that's so good (laughs) it's all good that's why we have fun here so anyways guys that's kind of the situation but Anybody want, have any other thoughts that they want to add on that whole thing? Because it is, like I said, if there was a couple guys that were heading to the, th- the hearings, I would maybe think a lot less to this whole situation. But the fact that it was literally only one guy, and I don't see out of the guys that they signed on arbitration, one-year deals to get out of those situations, that Bo would be the one that they're not doing that for because they're trying to get him an extension Right this second, because that's usually the other part of this whole thing. It's like, okay, maybe we're going to hurry up and get these guys done with the arbitration, quick free agent, one sign or one of your signings just to avoid all that fun. And then, oh, by the way, you hear like a week later that boom, monster contract for one of those guys that's eligible for that hearing coming up. They just have a date that they have to have that offer in on. And that was last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's,
2: if, if you look at it, Bo has, Bo has had, um, you know, he, he has been a very good deal for the Blue Jays um, yes. up to this point. And I think, um, I think without his arbitration, uh, do you know what his salary is this year without, you know, without the arbitration? Uh, it's like you're reading my mind. I'm trying to pull up. the. Uh, yeah. I think it's a couple salary. of million bucks still. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's nothing. It doesn't have to compare everything. <laughs> and, so, and I mean, you know, again, maybe he wants maybe he wants to make a just a monster splash that uh you know next year. And you know, I'm hoping against hope, and I think this does happen more than we know about that the Jays have maybe talked to him already about, you know, just cool your jets. We got one more year, and then you're gonna smash it out of the park yeah. and we're we've made the decision to keep you as our and I think maybe Bogart's played into that. Like maybe if Bogart's was ready to to come to the Jays, then that gives them the option to maybe say, Well, you know what, Bo. Um and maybe it's not us, it's you. Um, Yeah.
0: So it's one of those, and maybe that was why they were dangling for a trade or something too. We, like that, I said, there's a lot of things that we don't know as Blue Jays fans. That what's oh, you yeah. could fill the internet with crap. I don't <laughs> know, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so while we wait for Ken to have uh, his technical fun here that he's got going on or whatever, um, Jason, uh, according to and this is just actually slightly insulting. Sporttrack.com, which usually does a very, very good job of having ballpark numbers on players' salaries. It says his 2022 salary was eight hundred and twenty-five thousand. Wow. So meanwhile, they're estimating that his base salary for his first arbitration for this season at the age of twenty five should be um, just under six million dollars. Yeah, so five point 5, seven. 7. Yeah, Correct. I read that, and I wasn't sure what if it was right. Um, I mean... That's an estimate, but this uh, this website is known for being the name yeah. of the game. It's yeah. Guessing this stuff, and it's actually usually pretty damn close. Within a within thousands of dollars, not within, you know, millions. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think he's probably well worth that. Maybe he's probably well
2: worth $6 million based on the current of what you're seeing of the shortstops that are out there. Probably more. Uh, mm-hmm. But... You know, if he's if he's gonna turn down if he's gonna turn down six, you know, then like I said, he's gonna have to make a big splash next year or he's gonna be gone.
1: That's exactly it, Ken. Hi, welcome back. Thank
0: hey, you. Like, yeah, believe it or believe it or not, we're still talking about Boba Shot.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I've been. I was listening to the whole thing. I was just. Uh, I think I nudged my camera wire, my webcam, and then just shut off for a second, uh, and uh, had to get out and it, but... get back in. So, yeah, like I think uh, Bo does definitely has a chip on his shoulder, and like I said, I think that's going to make him hungry and really want to perform for it, right? So, just walk me through this whole arbitration. So, when when is the actual date or what is the time frame because it's going to be during the season during the sorry during the preseason or how it'll be before the season before Before spring training so it's within the next
0: few weeks the actual hearing they had to have both parties pre-arbitration have to have it their number submitted a month in advance, basically. Okay. So that that date was last week after our show last week. So we had mentioned that <laughs> he's due for a raise. I think the question is currently between both parties is how much the raise is.
1: Yeah. And it's all and for, for one year. And it's, this is a one year thing that they're trying to figure so out. So,
0: this being his first real arbitration hearing,
1: this is based
0: on his tenure as a Blue Jay that we've seen at the major league level so far. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why it's usually a good chunk, not just the everyday stuff. Right. But like I said, um, just because I had it in front of me, I want to get the real number before I <laughs> start talking. You know, I was wondering for real what Vlad's ju- jump was. Fourteen million, this. wasn't it? I want to. I don't know if that was the new base or that, that's how much he got extra. I think that's, that's how much he got extra. Extra fourteen. He got a fourteen million dollar raise. It says that he is going to make, four, according to uh, the same website that I was just talking about, he just got a guaranteed contract for this coming season for fourteen point five. There you go. No, he wasn't making. But either way, before, so. <laughs> he, he, he had a pretty good jump in his first arbitration. That was it. This would have been his second. Yeah, the yes. first one was officially last year and he went from six hundred and five thousand <laughs> to seven point nine million dollars last
1: season. Yeah. With level c- like a raise like that.
0: Seven, he's <laughs> went from seven point nine million to fourteen. Yeah. So he's doubled it again. Wow. So, oh, okay. And meanwhile, you know, he only needed a gold glove and some crazy offense like he's been doing to do that.
1: Not yeah. Happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy sorry. he got the raise. I'm just hoping that his performance starts to match his his salary, right? Like, he had a great great couple of years, and then I think last year was a decent season, a really good season, obviously enough to warrant a $14 million raise. But with that yeah. uh, paycheck and that brick is going to be that expectation. So I wonder if the fans are going to be probably expecting a lot more out of him this year compared to the last couple of years because, like you said, gold glove, MVP kind of level player. So. Yeah, I'm trying to... Because we, we've talked
0: about sabermetrics and stuff on this show a long time, so I'm just going to ballpark something here. I just got to find the damn number.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, I um, think,
0: you know, to what you're
2: saying, Ken, I, I feel like Jays fans are going to expect a lot of a lot of guys on this team this year. Like, I think the sort of sophomore slump and the, the oh we like you free pass are now gone with some of these guys. Like, I mean, unfortunately for BGO, I think he's number one. So BGO now has the shortest row and then it starts to go down the list. I think Springer is probably your next shortest row, uh, you know, I'm sort of those guys and then it'd be Bo, and then it'd be Vladdy. Like, I mean, it's, it's just sort of where I think it is. And, um, the fan is getting more fickle every single day. The Jays have had a lot of fun in the last couple of years. You know, they can home run their way out of games and they can do a lot of stuff. But this is where the rubber meets the road. I think expectations were high, uh, expectations were high last year. And I feel like a lot of people were disappointed with the way that the Jays season ended. And I feel like going into this this season the expectation is going to be extraordinarily high for these guys to perform. And if they don't, we've seen it. The Jays are not afraid to move a guy, kind of, you know, drop a, move a guy around, get a good trade in or, or, move, or move players up from the minors to try and, and spark the team. Um, so it's not going to be a dull season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not. No. So according to, you know, the wonderful fund that I said is saver metrics. If you com- equate... <laughs> You know, we've, we've talked about wins above replacement which is that you're trying to boil a baseball player's collective season down to one number um, they equate one point in the, uh, one point above positive is equal to eight million dollars. so meanwhile if you look at this so let's just say it was that's legit Vlad did a 3.9 Wins above replacement level last year, twenty four million. That's thirty one point <laughs> two million. Oh my god! <laughs> so meanwhile, Bobuchet was just right behind him in that with three point six. Mm. So, um, and even if, like I said, it, 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 that was the high end of the range. They say the other part is six million, which is not a short. You're still twenty million something dollars, and you're paying Vlad for. R 14 something right now. <laughs> so there's, we got to do this. Is, this is why the players union is frustrated about trying to get good players. The vlads, the, the, in this same equation that we're talking about here, the Boba Shettes, the Ronald Lacunas, uh, Julio Rodriguez is that we keep reading and hearing about and getting the benefit of seeing. They're trying to get them paid earlier in their careers rather than where you get the the flip of that and you get somebody like Josh Donaldson was a 2015 MVP and I'm sorry to say he's definitely not 2015 Josh Donaldson anymore. He's the one making (laughs) thirty dollars. So that's the fun-loving split of the whole thing. So. And wow. that's what they're—they're they're trying to pay them how they're playing now, as far as how the players' union is concerned, rather than. But they're always going to resume. Yeah, Correct. they're always going to do that. It's every sport has a constant
2: battle: GM versus player, and the players' union, you know, are, are always very sympathetic. And I mean, we've seen it in every sport where a guy has a career year. And then absolutely lays an onion the next year or for multiple years <laughs> after that. And I mean, I, I feel like there has been so much money wasted on guys who, who blow up for one season. And then, and, and you know, they're not going to continue it. You, you, you know, it's not going to happen. And, you know, to, to a guy like, like, like Maddie Chapman, who's going to be around forever. He's going to play a hundred years in the majors, as long as he stays healthy and he will perform at, 240, you know, uh, uh, 20 home runs. Uh, Lock him know, up. And, and solid defense, where you've got, you know, Cody Bellinger, who explodes and then can't play baseball anymore. What? Or to that point, his uh, MVP buddy, Christian Yelich, Right, Yelich, same thing. Like, I mean, it's, I, I find it so interesting to watch some of these insane numbers get thrown out. Like, Trout is fine. Mike Trout is fine. He's one of the best baseball players who have ever played. Good, correct. Give him the money. But yeah, when you look at some of these ones, like even Bogarts to that, I mean, Bogarts has been a good shortstop up to this point. Good. Not great. Certainly not the best. But they're willing to throw these massive amounts at these guys and time. 10 years? Come on. Like, uh, that was 11.
0: <laughs> it's unbelievable. 11 years. $25 million and some change every year, just saying. Like, I know. Isn't Barry Bonilla still being paid by the Mets? Yeah. Bobby Bonilla? Bobby, 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 Bobby Bonilla. I got So I just think it's funny you mentioned that, too, because we actually just signed a Bonilla. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, ah, ah. That's segue. Great segue. Yeah. Segway <laughs> points. <laughs> so I, I wanted to go talk Roger Center and fun with that, but we'll get there in about two seconds. I the para, So we, the international free agent draft kind of thing was the other day and the blue jays ended up picking up five guys i would say the four are complete flyers you really don't know what you're getting you're hoping for the blue Jays scouts to be as good as we hope they are in finding new talent to fill in the minor league system for the toronto blue jays but these kids these are literally kids. there is no <laughs> yeah, they're way they're like mid to, mid to late teens or something right like
1: some of them early 20s
0: Emmanuel Bonilla, the gentleman that we signed, as one of the top oh my god, players. Just could get his driver's license here in the state. <laughs> just, just
2: saying. <laughs> I don't know how much you know about this dude. I went and did some research when we when we signed him. This kid is pure mash, pure mash. You throw him anything that resembles a fastball down the middle, and you are not going to see it again. It <laughs> Correct. is vapor. And the thing that blows my mind is, like you said, he's 16, he's raw talent, and I have seen these guys be very successful in the majors if they're brought through properly. They they have to be brought through the proper channels. He should be at spring training, even though he's 16, he should be there to see how it works, because he's coming right out of the DR, isn't he? And I mean, he's, he's probably been playing against men in the DR, so... You got to make a decision. Do you want this kid to go play college ball for a bit? Do you what? Like, what do you want him to do? And so, a kid like this, who's already got the strength at 16 years old to hit home runs at a major league level. We're not talking about 220 fences or 240 fences or 260 fences. These are 300 foot fences that this guy's vaporizing balls over with a wooden bat. With a wooden bat, he's not. To <laughs> a
0: that's bat. that's the biggest thing right there. And by the way, just to say, he's not 16. He's only 17. In February. Just <laughs> so I What's know. A year? Hairs, right? <laughs> no, okay, no, so, but they, they also signed him to the biggest international free agent contract in Blue Jays history. I was going to say, and mind you, <laughs> Vlad Jr. was the last one. They paid him just a little bit more than Vladdy. Just a little bit more at $4.1 million to a 17-year-old kid. Sorry, soon-to-be 17-year-old kid. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, But to that point, I, I wholeheartedly agree with Jason. There is something different to coming up in that league because Dominican baseball is crazy talented. If, to, for him to rise to the top in that equation and be one of the top... He was mentioned that everybody's free agent pools for this for this international signing in the top three consistently yep. and it was very close between those three but it was clearly he was that third one of those top three guys everybody after that kind of all over the place as far as ranks and stuff this was crazy so the fact that the blue jays basically poured their whole bonus that they're allowed to put into this because they have a cap on how much money they're allowed to spend on these young kids and it's to make sure that they're not bringing too many kids out of these places and just giving them a ton of money, which is what used to happen in the Tony Fernandez days and stuff like that. That's why the Blue Jays had how many kids out of the Caribbean and <laughs> everything on those early 80s teams. <laughs> so it's just how it is. But uh, uh, everything I've seen on this kid's video is just insane talent yeah. and it's going to screen good things for the Blue Jays. Now, quick question, you guys now, can you hit a breaking ball and a, and a curve ball? playing in those leagues, I would guess. Yes.
1: So he's not going to be like Pedro Serrano. Yes. So he's not going to yes. be like Pedro Serrano from Major League who could He'll only hit fastballs. Absolutely
0: be Pedro Serrano. <laughs> <laughs> to start.
1: To start. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I was like, when you say saying he can hit a fastball like anything, we just brought back that movie where he was bashing these home runs, but the minute they started throwing him anything else, he couldn't hit anything. But the fact that we actually he, he best- fastball very much. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Cur- Curveball. He's afraid of the <laughs> But you know what? It, it speaks nice. a lot. It speaks a lot. 4.1 million where some of the other players that we just got into arbitration was only like, I think Espinel was what? 2.1. Buzio was 2.8 and stuff like that. And this kid's getting 4.1. I'm like, shows that we well, are good. Of, That's a one and done Yeah. It's yeah, a one done It's a signing bonus. Yeah. It's a signing it's bonus. A
2: bonus. So it's the same as, like, I mean, Vladdy got a one point. Vladdy got paid three and change, and he got an extra signing bonus on top when he signed his, his, his first actual major league deal. So this is basically just to lock him up right now and make sure that He's nobody coaches him over the next couple of years. Even if he wants to go to college or or do any of that stuff, he stays Jay's property, he goes to Jay's training camp, He's to Jay, and it's costing them Probably a million bucks a year. He's four at least four years away.
0: I would say from touching a major league field. So, so would he be playing in like play Buffalo? Play. Would he, Would he be in the little playing? he'll play in. uh There, the kids that age are allowed to play in the uh summer leagues. So he'll, he'll play in Vancouver. Play in, like, he could play in Vancouver. It really depends on how things go. But um correct me if I'm wrong. Is Didi'n actually below Vancouver now? Is the single A, and then you, Vancouver's now the like. Higher a level, I think so. Yeah, I think I think they did that because of the flip flop, and you know, you wonderful people in Vancouver turning out to the ballpark at crazy record cliffs, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm hoping if we if we keep that,
2: you know, like like keep this going, I would love to go to Nat Bailey. Set up in the outfield. It's a beautiful baseball park, and I'll do one of these from out there. And uh, I think that
0: sounds like a hell of a time. I think you're going to have to sit there with a beer in hand on the outfield wall or I'll something. Do it. <laughs> so, but to your point, Ken, um, this kid is a talent that it needed to be picked by somebody. And I'm personally happy I was a drama Blue Jay thing because he's a crazy athletic center fielder. It's not just you know, this is a tooled guy that could have a ton of talent and yeah. super athletic. Arm. Super yeah. athletic. I was going to say,
1: how's his defense, Jason? You said you looked into his, uh, into his background. It's, there. it's yeah. about what
2: a 16 year old would be. Um, he's needing more. more. He's not big enough to cover, um, the, the distance that he needs to cover right now, but he's 16. I mean, he can get oh, there. Huh. He, and
0: if he doesn't get there, he's going to throw you to two. Like <laughs> yeah. you're maybe he just and at that point, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. He turns into Loris Gurriel Jr. and play left field, <laughs> <laughs> and he mashes home runs or at least a doubles in the Rogers Center at some day. That's just good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, I, we, I've reposted on our Twitter account at BirdwatchingGC, many videos of him and the next topic, which is actually talking about where those double alleys and things are going. Uh, unless you, you guys want to mention anything else on Mr. Benia, well, Blue Jay Bonilla.
1: Blue Jay Benia. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing um, him
0: in the future. Okay. So... We're going to talk the Rogers Center renovations, guys. Welcome to the neighborhood. That's the new fun time that we're going to get. Dome. That's what the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So to that point, um, there is now officially nothing left of the Sky Dome at this point, which does bring a tear to my eye just a touch because, guys, there's always been at least that part where up in the 500 level, we got to, you know, the old seats are there. <laughs> I still smell the old. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so on Twitter the other day they but they had Media Day and they let everybody into the ballpark. So Keegan Mathis Matheson and Adam uh here uh got into the ballpark and was able to do some cool you know, take some peeks and whatnot. The infield and everything is all covered up. This is from the new area or damn yeah. near close to it where he's taking pictures of the field. That is the new because that looks some Fresh concrete right there, boys. <laughs> so <laughs> and then checking out what this is from the top of the new bullpen area. This is where the really? new seats are. It is really cool how this is starting to take shape and come so together. That, those 90, are going to be 90,
1: fans 90, are going to be 90, sitting 90, in there. You said that's a... yeah,
0: correct, sir. Oh, this dude, is the it's new crazy kind of party decks and
2: stuff. So, <laughs> so what they've done is they've busted the the all of these party decks into what they're calling
0: neighborhoods or or. I'm going to show them here in one moment. Go ahead in one second. (laughs) I just wanted to be this guy. Uh, Ken, just so you said, those are the old Rogers Center side dome seats that are unfortunately going bye bye. (laughs) These are what the new seats look like. (laughs) They're behind it and already bolted in. So, this is the kind of stuff we're getting in these upgrades. And there's not going to be, they relayed out the seating for the whole ballpark. It's not just these new areas they're working on. They're trying to give you that better fan experience instead of the oh. multi-conversion stadium that we've been uh, having the benefit of
1: living in. Are they keeping <laughs> those old chairs though? Are they keeping those old seats as no. like a, no, they'll sell they're them. Or them or off? yeah, I Correct. thought they were just going to keep it just to, just for, to show it. And I was like, okay,
0: because not Yeah. This is shit.
1: I'm like, wow. I think it's because they're going to turn around it, and I don't think they're bolted
0: to the floor anymore. It would probably be the biggest thing. But <laughs> so up here on the top, all these pieces, like kind of like from the foul pole over, these are going to be like like Jason was saying, the neighborhoods. They're more or less a themed area with a bar and food and all that kind of stuff based around some vibe, right? One of them was kind of like more park and ballpark themed, and the other one was literally kind of like nightcluby, kind of looking a little bit. It was kind of I think we so this is the one is from the, the renderings. So, wow. Uh, The the corona rooftops, (laughs) so really cool stuff. And then, like I said, this one over here, you can't see too well. was like that they called it the park, and there's like literally like uh, turf, Uh turf, and people playing uh, cornhole, cornhole, and all that kind of good stuff in it. And it looks really cool. I'm actually kind of curious to see where the rest of it goes and. Well, I, can, uh, I can tell you this today. I was with a, uh, an executive for a uh,
2: professional sports team in this city who will remain nameless. And he was <laughs> saying that the, when they started the discussions for this um, it, it was, you know, they were going back and forth about a whole bunch of different ideas. And there'd been sort of these newfangled stadiums and old school stadiums and all these different looks. And somebody in the crowd, a, a brilliant mind said, Hey, we've got the room. We just need to take advantage of and so when they redid the design and they started to look at what they thought they could do, I mean, they changed the scoreboards. The scoreboard lo- will look different for this year slightly, um, but they just started to say, "to to to say, where do we have negative space here? Well, oh, we've got negative space here. Okay, what can we do? And you know, the thing for for when the Jays have a sellout, or if they've got a playoff game, or if they've got a huge weekender against the Yankees or something like that, the 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 versatility that this gives a stadium is crazy. Like, I mean, whoever the, the, the woman or man that, that came up with this design concept or the team or whatever, I mean, kudos to you. You should be hired by every stadium company. As long as this comes out, like it's going to look like (laughs) it's, 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 it's something that, that, You know, like Cincinnati, I don't know if you've ever been to the baseball park in Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's baseball park is newer, but it also has all these little super cool areas and it really draws people in. The fans have a great time. If you're, you know, if you're not so much interested in the actual game, you've got a hundred options to go do other things while it's going on. And I feel like that's how you change from having, you know, maybe 3000 casual fans to, to 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 them actually spending the fifty bucks to go, and what does that do? I mean, revenue is revenue is revenue. Revenue can pay you know Boba Shet's new contract. Uh, you know, maybe he'll be sponsored by Corona. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, yeah. And to that point, that's the part of it. Right there is the sponsorship money to have these pieces. Um, I don't know. I don't. I know the one was the Corona rooftops, which I think is on the screen right now. Looks really um, nice, but I don't. I don't think they marketed any of those other ones you would think that were like the that one oh, that we're they were talking about was like the park i uh, will yeah you know maybe that's the um what's the hardware story that we always uh rona, really? rona home, home, yeah. home depot yeah. yeah yeah any of those stuff <laughs> so the home hardware home hardware. Yeah, they were the, fattest, the fastest uh grounds crew on the planet <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah they were i remember that oh so- and I remember all that good stuff too. I know we don't need to see Mr. Green dip here. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> it <laughs> looks like a very tiny stadium and we're going to, that's going to be ready by, by uh, opening day, eh? opening day. Was it 84 days so, left before opening day starts? Eighty-three. Three. Yeah. Woo. So 30 some odd
0: days to spring training pitchers and catchers. So yes, you're in that ballpark of 60 to 80 Uh-oh. right now for opening day. So they got, they got some, uh, Hurry up, interior decorating level of fun going on here. But to that point, all those videos were obviously taken a long time ago. They actually had the concrete and whatnot poured and probably waiting to cure in those pictures that uh, yeah. were shown on the Twitter, you know, stuff and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Jason, Rd, you are you construction guy, resident?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Homes. Uh,
2: yeah, from what I've seen, uh, it looks like a lot of it is ready to go. They they have seats anchored. They had um, some of the bulkheads put in. They had some of the the smaller areas that are going to be contained seating. And from what I read, it looks like some of that stuff, like within the Corona Lounge, will actually be private and you can book it. Like you book your own sort of six seater for people to sit around the table, you'd still be face out to the game for everybody, but you'd have your own little cabana and you, you know, you it'd be sweet.
0: Actually, it'd be pretty yeah. sweet. And uh, to that point, that's an addition to they renovated all the suites in the ballpark before last season. We got to see the pleasure of them advertising the living crap out of it this last season. That it's gotten to the point where they even made them so they're cheap enough where you know, like if we all wanted to meet up in Toronto here as a Jaybird watching event, we could actually you know maybe afford it. <laughs> and <laughs> and now, being outrageous. And they're all different. But so There's an airline
2: um, that will remain nameless unless they pay for a sponsor. Um, <laughs> they're offering uh, one penny airfares across Canada, uh, like a one-time shot. So it's. I was actually considering bringing the whole family out. Uh, I'd like to do a Jays game, go down, do a Yankees game, go down, do a Mets game. Um, I, I've promised my boys before they hit 18, we're going to hit every stadium in the majors,
0: and we wow. have not hit any of the East yeah. Coast ones. So... And to be that person, that, and this is, just- not just to you, Jason. This is you, Ken. Um, if for some reason, you uh, anybody are, is down in New York, especially like you said, you probably fly into Toronto and then kind of <laughs> yeah, go down to New York and stuff, you would literally have to drive right by my damn house. <laughs> so you would have a place to stay here for a week or for a night or whatnot and start to w- pay for hotel fees and we'll have some beers and drink and goof around and maybe do a flyer. <laughs> so yeah. but to that point, that would be really fun to get together and have a flight. On the jet, on the West Jet flight deck, or in any of the new neighborhoods here, with the sure. here, we did that actually with the old gang here. My buddy Brendan Panikar and myself did a <laughs> not a live show because we couldn't do it with the technology, but the last home game pre-pandemic against the Blue, uh, the Rays. Him and I were at the Rogers Center and just hanging out and recording people and talking and <laughs> nice. figuring out. It was a really good time with about twenty Blue Jays fans that got to have their you know, voices heard, actually heard. On the show to end the 2018 season. Uh Sorry, 2019 season. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, before we were, you know, the homeless Jason, I got to watch him here in Buffalo and (laughs) stuff like that. So, but I will be going up to ball games. So, if that's something that you end up doing, Jason, you damn well better tell the two of us here. Find ways to get, you know, us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Game on! So, anything you guys want to enter here before on the any of the things, topics we talk about this evening, or anything in general you would like to discuss before we do the two claps, of the Ric Flair?
1: No, no, I'm really happy we're getting a lot more questions on the show, which is great. So, so listeners, viewers, keep it, keep those questions coming.
2: Yeah, Troyden, Eric, Troyden's got a, well, maybe we'll throw that one out next week. I don't know if we want to dabble into the, into the beauty contest part of the, uh, (laughs) part of the show, but maybe we'll have a swimsuit edition next week. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, there it is. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see pitchers and catchers getting closer. Um, you know, it's it's going to go quiet in the world of baseball for a little bit. And so, you know, I, I know that we're going to come up with some interesting topics. Uh, the listeners, if you guys have anything you want to talk about, by all means, fire us, you know, on our socials. Hit us with ideas, questions, anything that you've got. There are no bad ideas for this stuff. because Just three Yahoo's talking about it. So it's, you know. I saw one today where they were talking about like the ultimate Jays dream team and why some of the guys have never, you know, never made the hall or never were an all-star or there's lots of good topics to talk about. So don't be shy, you know, Click the buttons, send us the messages, bring it on. We love that kind of stuff. Even, you know, it, 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 there's no bad no bad questions, no bad
0: answers, no bad topics. And to, and to be that point, we are the Barroom Chat we're Blue Jays fans. So if you strike up a conversation with us, there's nothing saying you can't come on the air and just, you know, shoot the shit with us for a little yeah. bit. You know, just saying. And to that point, next week, we're going to have a guest from Jays Journal that's been on the show, too, before uh, Evan Gayak. So he'll be back. Yeah. He's going to join us from, you know, like I said, the parent, cousin, whatever the hell cousins, former roommate level of uh, association (laughs) we have going on here with our friends over at com because we are the official podcast at com, part of fanside.com. Make sure you guys hit those subscribe buttons on YouTube so that when you, you know, we do go live, you get to join that conversation you'll actually get alerted to that. So make sure you hit those buttons for that too. It also helps us get out to more and more Blue Jays fans, more subscribers we have. So even if you just don't want the alerts, please just help us out and, Spread the word a little bit. Um, when you don't listen to us live, get us wherever you can get your podcasting pleasures from. Whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, dah, 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 dah. anything all over the internet, we're there. And also, you're going to be able to listen to us right on JaysJournal.com now as well. So, all good things. And we have a very good relationship with the Blue Jays friends over at JaysJournal.com. They're going to be around a lot more. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Right. excited <laughs> for <something>. that. <laughs> Anyways, Blue, Blue Jays fans, it's that time of the evening. Two claps and a Ric Flair. One, two, three. Woo! Let's go,
1: Blue go, Jays. Jays go. Is it summer yet? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdwatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us our Patreon at patreon.com.